This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, and insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to show 347 Aussie Mac Zone. Zan, how are you tonight, sir? Fantastic, Michael. I'm just uh, writing a post about us being live uh-huh. and sending it out to our millions of fans. That's right. Getting a lot more interactions on Facebook lately. Excellent. So our first story, while you're posting that out, Yes, our first story. 27-inch iMacs get an upgrade. The ultimate desktop now features much faster performance, SSDs across the line, and even more stunning Retina 5K display, higher quality camera, speakers, and mics. Up to 10 core processors and more memory capacity, whether composing a new song with hundreds of tracks, compiling thousands of lines of code, or processing large photos with machine learning. The 27-inch iMac with the latest 6, 8, and 8-core 10th generation Intel processors has pro-level performance for a wide range of needs. It's up to 65% faster. Awesome. It's also got next-generation AMD graphics for GPU-based rendering, editing multi-stream, multi-streams of 4K video, or playing a graphics-intensive game, the 27-inch iMac has more powerful next-generation AMD graphics, which delivers 50, up to 55% faster graphics performance from its Radeon Pro 5000 series graphics. The SSDs and the Apple T2 security chip across the line. The 27-inch iMac now comes standard with SSDs, delivering a blazing fast up to 3.4 gigabytes a second for launching applications and opening large files. The Retina 5K display, now with True Tone and a nanotexture option, with 14.7 million pixels, 1 billion colors, 500 nits of brightness, and support for a P3 wide color gamut, the Retina display on iMac delivers an immersive front-of-screen viewing experience. And now the stunning Retina 5K display on the 27-inch iMac features True Tone technology, which automatically adjusts the colour temperature of the display to match a user's ambient lighting. Now, the new Mac also offers a nanotexture glass option, first introduced on the Pro Display XDR, for even better viewing under various lighting conditions such as bright room or indirect sunlight. Um, the camera as well. They, it's not just a matte finish on the display which reflects light and stuff. It's actually like sandblasted display so the light reflect, reflects, refracts, refracts everywhere. I believe that's the right way to put it. I think that's the right word. Yeah. Now, the improved camera, high-fidelity speakers and studio-quality mics for customers using their iMac more than ever to connect with friends, family and colleagues. The FaceTime HD camera now features 1080p resolution with speakers that enable variable EQ as an equaliser for better balance, higher fidelity and deeper bass. 
In addition, a new studio quality microphone array enables users to capture high quality audio for improved FaceTime calls, podcast recordings, voice memos and more right on their iMac. So yeah, big update we've been waiting for. Yeah. And that's huge. into story two. Yeah. Also updates to the 21.5 inch Mac uh, and iMac Pro. Apple Day has also announced that its 21.5 inch Mac will come standard with the SSD RS across the line for the first time. Customers can also choose to configure their uh, 21.5 inch Mac with a Fusion Drive. iMac Pro now comes standard with a 10 core Intel uh, Zion processor. Zion. Xeon, Zion, yeah. Zion, designed uh, for pro users who require a workstation class performance. iMac Pro features uh, Zion, is that right? Or Zion, Zion, <laughs> Zion. <laughs> Zion processor, up to 18 cores, uh, graphic performance up to 22 teraflops. <laughs> Sounds like a made-up word, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, my computer does 22 teraflops. <laughs> Up to 256 gigabyte quad channel EEC uh, memory and a brilliant 27 inch uh, uh, Retina 5K display. Yes. Um, so. Yeah. People have been waiting for, and these are probably the last Intel iMacs. Yeah. Um, especially the ordinary ones, hey, not necessarily the Pro, uh, yep. because we've got the new Apple Silica ones that we're waiting, <laughs> yep. we're waiting for. Yep. Something for us to really look forward to. Um, yes, and people, are, it's been a while since the, the iMac had an update, so they've all had big updates. Yes. Uh, I've got a customer who's buying his first iMac Pro, and he's got to wait for another four or five weeks till they reach Australia, I believe. Wow. So, um, but yeah, he's, he's spending about eight grand on it. So. <laughs> special project. He's got a special project for it. So, yeah. I hope so. Jeez, that's dropping that sort of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, what have we got? No uh, gaming? No gaming. I haven't had a chance. I haven't had a chance to do gaming. I will. Uh, I'll try to get a game in at least once a fortnight. I apologise. Um, I'm studying. I'm working. I'm three children, and sometimes I just don't get a chance to game as much as I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> Trust Make me, I like to. Make an effort. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, I'd like to be. Sta- I'd like to be gaming all the time, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. I've got to keep a functioning relationship as well. <laughs> 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 Live on the edge, so, son. That's right. <laughs> the single's edge. <laughs> uh, I've done that. It's not very good. So, um, there's a new Apple film reveals full power of the iPhone, <coughs> and it's incredibly incredible. So we've got a link to it. There's yeah. Um, creative bloke 
uh, I believe it's pronounced, shows us Apple's latest addition to its shot on iPhone campaign. Uh, is an epic journey through cinematic history and proves exactly what's possible when shooting a film using an iPhone, which is good, as that's kind of the point, right? Film by yeah. Oscar winner Damien Chazelle, the nine-minute film titled The Stunt Double is the first in the campaign to be shot vertically, and the footage is tailor-made for this format something that Chazelle was hyper-aware of and caused part of the fun in the, in the accompanying making of video. The vertical format, with the black space around it, initially feels slightly off, because we're so used to seeing everything shot horizontally and from the right. screen. Yeah. However, it quickly becomes clear that the vertical mm. format is the jewel in this film's crown. With the action taking... Uh, place vertically. Think parachutes dropping from the sky and close-ups that go slightly off-screen. The unusual styling left is inspired to see what we could achieve with one of the best camera phones around. Viewers follow the whirlwind of a stunt doubles career. It's a plot that lends itself to the aim of the campaign with the diverse styles making use of the entire cinematic range, including contrasting colour palettes, such as vibrant old Hollywood, just like La La Land, Chazelle's Oscar winner, cool action thriller, and black and white silent film, just to name three. So, it's... Just watching the, the making of it is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I haven't actually watched the full thing yet. I've only watched the making of, which was awesome. So I'm looking forward to watching the whole lot. And it was it was really tricky. And you can see why he used those. Um, there's a few shots uh, where you're looking straight up a staircase yep. all the way to the top. And it's got, you know, like the stained glass windows or whatever behind him. And um, yep. Whereas what's either side of the staircase is irrelevant. Very, very yeah, clever right. the way it's been done. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so it was it was really good to, to see. And I can, any, anybody that's into it, especially vertical video people, it's definitely worth watching. You see Josh Brolin too, didn't you? Yeah. He was a great actor. Yeah. So, so uh, two. yeah, Apple TV unveils first look at Long Way Up. A new original unscripted series starring Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman. Apple TV today uh, unveiled a first look at Long Way Up, an epic new motorcycle series starring an executive producer by Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman, which reunites best friends after more than a decade since their last motorbike adventure around the world. The first three episodes of Long Way Up will premiere globally on Apple TV on Friday, September 18th, and new episodes will roll out weekly. Covering 13,000 miles over 100 days through 16 borders crossing, awesome, uh, 16 border crossings. Sorry? It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Doing that oh. many kilometres and that. Oh, my God. Chat, just so chat. cool. Just chat. I know. <laughs> I know. Like when you ride too, you know, because you've got those little intercoms when you ride. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can just be chatting away on your bike, you know, riding around, just chatting away. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, oh. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, don't. That's fine. <laughs> Speaking of that, that's what Adam and I have dreamt of doing something similar for 
for yeah. years. Yeah. You know, we wanted to ride all the way down, you know, to um, watch the bikes in Melbourne. Phillip Island, yeah. Phillip Island, you know, yeah. so it's not even Melbourne, you know, like, yeah, and he, you know, comes from Brizzy all the way down and meets me here in Sydney. From Sydney, we go down into Melbourne, from Melbourne there, yeah. you know, and um, and then back. And um, and it's a great trip. Yeah, and so uh, it just sounds phenomenal. And I, 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 one day it will happen uh, <laughs> when we, we can work it out properly and we both have bikes at the same time. And, oh, is that you why know, you want my motor stuff. scooter fixed up so you can ride yeah, well, No, well, I want to do a motor, uh, motor scooter fixed up so I can go to and from work and I'm still on a bike. <laughs> so I still, I still get that, you know, even though it's a scooter, I still get that, you know, the, the bike yep. thing. There's nothing like it. <laughs> um, I, I grew up on motorbikes. Except when it's freezing kid. cold and pouring rain. <laughs> oh, you got to bear with it though. But still, oh, riding in the rain's horrible. I, 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 I don't like it. The you know the cheap white plastic shopping bags you can't get anymore. I used to put those on my feet in the mornings when it was so cold, just yeah. to try and keep the wind off them and let them get yeah. warm a little bit. <laughs> I've literally worn a um, Otto bag <laughs> on my bike. And just cut the top out when my head comes in, helmet on, yeah. closed visor, auto bag, yeah. and I'm like, and I'm dry, you know, making yeah. sure it doesn't get caught in the wheel. You just sit on it, bring it around <laughs> so it's covering your knees, but yeah. then from your legs down and your feet get drenched. Oh. <laughs> I used to, I used to ride because I used to go from like uh, Quakers Hill to St Leonard's before the freeways were there on oh, the wow. scooter. I used to wear a driver bone. Yep. The whole time. Yeah, yeah, my old man did the same thing on his bike, so I always wore a dryer's a bone. Yeah. He swore by him. So, so, and the only time actually, I had it off yeah. was in the wet. Yeah. Just went around a corner, just went, I was on Pendles Road, went around a corner, just yeah. slipped out from under me, whether there'd been an accident there earlier and there was oil on the road or whatever. Yeah. Just disappeared out from under me, not trying hard, not having a fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you got to be careful, people. But yeah, you do. Sorry, Wait, 316 yeah. border crossings. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> 13 countries. Sorry to just yeah, go off yeah, on a yeah. tangent there. Uh, starting from the city of Ushia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At the tip of South America, Ewan and Charlie journey through the glorious and un- underexposed landscapes of South and Central America in their most challenging exploration to date, using cutting-edge technology on the back of their electric... Oh, they're riding the new electric Harley-Davidson's. Yeah, right. Oh, and some of... Oh, one of them is anyway. Oh, no, they both are. No, I think yeah, that's cool. their... Um... In the photo there, it's the live wire. Yeah, I was just looking yeah. at the photo. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, on the back of the, their electric Harley-Davidson live wires, in order to... Uh, Contribute to sustainability uh, the planet. Now, the live wire has just come out. Yeah. So the fact that they've got to and they've made this movie is fantastic and it's <laughs> really smart both for Apple TV and Harley Davidson. Yeah. And it's great because, you know, Apple's been talking about um, electric cars and like Samsung have been talking about electric cars. There's a whole bunch of companies that normally don't make cars have been talking about electric cars. Yeah, yeah. And so for their Apple then to back Harley Davidson with their live wire and make the movie and, and promote the bike as well as that. But like, yeah, that, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Uh, I'm absolutely 100% interested in that, uh, not only as a motorbike fan, but as also as an electric um, car slash motorcycle gentleman. fan. <laughs> Sorry? A forward-facing gentleman looking into the future. Yes, that's right. I know that our, our petroling, uh, guzzling days are soon to, you know, be at an end. Yeah. But I still like fast cars. I still like fast motorcycles. And so I'm willing to embrace the future. Well, they, because other, otherwise, how are we going to do it? Electric cars are fast. They are. They're so quick. Have you watched, uh, there's a series on Netflix. I think it's called The Fastest Car. Yeah. And uh, they all drag race, uh, and the Tesla makes it in to the the final drag. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it doesn't win, unfortunately. But the fact that it got up there with cars that are, that are built, yeah, specifically for drag racing, <laughs> and and it's a Tesla, <laughs> and it's a Tesla. Yeah, mind you, it had been you know all the extras had been pulled out of it. Yeah. You know, to make it a bit more lightweight, and it had it had slicks on it as well, so it had been set up yeah. for racing. We've only got to reduce the battery to last five minutes, not you know five hours, yeah. don't you? That's right. And so they take out half the batteries, yeah, like take out all the interior and the car. They're yeah. phenomenal. They're the so quick. The noise. Yeah, you put the put the speakers in the pack. <laughs> but not, but not just. That's not just the noise. The the instant power. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, as soon as you touch it, drive by wire. Boom! As soon as you touch it, it's on. Yeah. Talk. Bam! You're off. Fun. Sounds yeah, good to very me. Special. Yeah. Anyway. And our number three entertainment this week, because there is a bit. Ted yep. Lasso. Yes. <laughs> a new comedy starring Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. Who plays Ted Lasso, a small-time college football coach from Kansas, hired to coach a professional soccer team in England, despite <laughs> having no experience coaching soccer. So the ten-episode series starts next Friday. That's why I'm telling you about it now. Yeah. Hey, Kellyanne. Thanks for watching. Hello, Kellyanne. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, Levi. Hello, Hunter. Hello, Mason. Oh, they're all there. Hello, my beautiful little men. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, if Kelly ends there, the boys probably want us to say hello. Excellent. <laughs> now, um, things coming new in our OSs. Yes. Uh, Mac OS Big Sur has come to public beta. Awesome. Please remember this yeah. is a beta. So, although this version is fine, the next update may break something you really need. So, just. Yeah. Yeah. If everything, if something in your machine is super, super critical, you may not want to use it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, MacBook Pro battery problems confirmed by Apple. Yeah. Forbes reports MacBook owners have been expressing concerns online over the intermittent lack of battery charging on their Mac uh, OS powered laptops. Apple has confirmed that details of the problem. And it is a design flaw in the user interface. MacBook owners have been expressing concern online over their intermittent lack of battery charging on their Macs, powered laptops. Apple has confirmed... Oh, hell. Yeah. And it's design flaw. Yes. So that was 
So I was just said yes. it. Uh, so basically, what what I understand because I haven't seen the full is yep. the battery icon at the top. Yep. Shows that it's not charging. Yep. Whereas in real life it is charging. Okay. Yep. And and it's to do with because we've got battery management now. Yes. So that if you leave yours plugged in a lot, it's only going to go to eighty percent. It's not. And there's just some yeah. little issue there in, in the in the layout and design of that. Maybe when it's seventy five percent, it goes. Oh, I'm not charging. Where it really yeah. supposed to be showing you the picture of it still charging. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so hackers. When we're stuck indoors, now I've just I haven't written anything about this, but there's, it's called, um, and it's so good. The box has just got a sticker on it that says Stouch F. It's yeah. a MagSafe power converter, and I'll just hold it up in front of the camera. Yeah. So, so it's got, uh, just let me hear, USB-C here for the input yeah. to your laptop, and at the other end, you can use new or old MagSafe connectors. Excellent. So I've, I've used uh, another brand, which worked, but... They didn't work for very long, and then they'd play up, and then you'd have to wiggle the magnet and carry on. Yeah. Um, and they were just—they all—they felt cheap and plasticky. Yeah. Um, because I use an Apple display, which has got a MagSafe built in. Yeah. And which means I don't have to have another power point with power running out of it just to charge the Mac. Yeah. And I think it was about ten ten bucks um, yeah. on eBay. Took or Amazon, took a only took a couple of days to get here, and so far it's been working great. And it actually feels a lot better made, like the cable between the box and the USB C, shorter and and thicker. Just, just yep. feels better made, I think. So yeah, that's just something. Yeah, if you're if, you know, you've, you've just got chopped out a sink. Ones lying around, and you can just chuck that in. And that way, you can both be charging. If you, you know, you can give the missus or whoever, the kids the USB C charger, and you can use the old MagSafe one. Just make sure it's the right current. That's all. But you've just dropped out a sink. You still, I can still sit here and see you. Yeah. It's just that you're you're talking, and then uh, it's coming just after. One, two, three, four. Yeah, so it might just be in FaceTime now. Just let me turn this off for two seconds. It's just that yeah. you're, you're talking and then uh, it's coming just after. No, nope, it's just in FaceTime. It's fine. Okay. Never mind that. All so, right. Now, hacker finds security breach in Microsoft Office that leads to taking control of Mac. Now patched. 9 to 5 Mac reports, former NSA hacker Patrick Woodell found a security yep. breach in Microsoft Office for Mac that can lead hackers to take control of the entire Mac. Woodell was able to gain access to the computer with just a simple Office document containing malicious codes. As reported by Vice, the breach is based on the macro feature which allows users to automate some tasks in Microsoft Office apps with custom commands and instructions. These attacks are common on Windows, but Wardle now demonstrates that something similar is possible on Mac as well. While the attack requires user interaction to work, 
the hacker warns that some people might still allow it as they might not understand the risk because basically you're opening a particular Word or Excel document and it says, you know, it comes up and says Excel needs permission to do something on your system and a lot of people just go, yeah, you know, thinking that they need to have it done. So to inject the malicious code, the hacker used different breaches and bugs that he found in Microsoft Office apps. He created yep. a file in SLK format to bypass the Mac OS security system. Since this particular format is used by Microsoft Office, Mac OS doesn't ask if users really want to open the file, even if they have downloaded it from an unknown source. So please, please do any, any updates for Office or Outlook. Yep. Um, I think on the current version, you still go to the help menu and go check for updates and do your updates, please. So we're talking, yep. you know, Office 2006, you know, 2016, Office 365, etc. Yeah. Please go and check for updates and do your updates. I've got a little bit of a story. It's not, it's gaming related. Yeah. But um, it's not a game. It was just a, a little something you sent me, actually. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, Microsoft uh, condemns Apple's App Store policies. Yeah. And uh, so it's um, it's in the new from the the New Yorker, is it? Is that right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And it says uh, Microsoft is now rebunking Apple over its uh, stringent developer restrictions and its stance on uh, cloud gaming apps, which the iPhone maker does not allow. Sorry, one moment. Uh, does not allow where am I? on the App Store for apparent violations of its guidelines. In a statement attributed to a Microsoft spokesperson, the company tells The Verge, Apple stands alone as the only uh, general purpose platform to deny consumers from cloud gaming and gaming subscription services like Xbox Game Pass. Apple, earlier today, elaborated on its controversial position to not allow services like Microsoft, up-and-coming xCloud, and the competing Google Stadia uh, platform to exist on the App uh, Store because the company cannot review individual games available on cloud platforms. A number of other App Store guidelines also bar cloud services from existing on iOS un, uh, unless they are designed more like remote desktop software. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Michael, so it goes on to say Microsoft says Apple is denying consumers the benefits of such technology, therefore unfair enforcement of its App Store rules. Yeah, it continues on that path. Yeah. Yeah. Part of it is as simple as um, Apple can't say, yeah, Apple might rate a game as PG-13 and yeah. Microsoft might rate it as PG-15. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Sim simple as that. Yeah, I know. Um, and because Apple guidelines are, are that, um, or say you can't buy stuff 
through the you know they Microsoft wants you to buy stuff through the program and Google wants you to buy stuff through the program. Yeah. Apple won't let you do that. That's right, and not just that, but Google are notoriously renowned for giving up your details and and everything like that. Yeah. And so, therefore, why would uh, Apple being so strict with their security and uh, your privacy and everything like let a third party in to then ruin that you know so i get it and i totally agree uh it would be good to get you know the the microsoft uh game pass because i do play a lot of games on the game pass on my console but i see the end of that you know like that's just like well that'd, that'd be nice i can still do it I just can't do it on my phone. Yeah. You know, so it's not a great loss. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. depends on what games you're into, etc. So Yeah. Uh, yes, Apple do things that we don't like, but Apple, more importantly, do a lot of things we do like. That's exactly <laughs> so, right. Yeah. It's all part of rolling it. Now, this is important at the moment. Yep. IBM helps bring supercomputers into the global fight against COVID-19. Awesome. At IBM, uh, the writer has had the privilege of working with colleagues who have dedicated their lives and careers to advancing science and creative innovative technology that can be a force for progress in the world. Since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, we've been working closely with governments in the US and worldwide to find all available options to put our technology and expertise to work to help organisations be resilient and adapt to the consequences of the pandemic and to accelerate the process of discovery and enable the scientific and medical community to develop treatments and ultimately a cure. Now, in collaboration with the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy and the U.S. Department of Energy and many others, IBM is helping launch the COVID-19 High Performance Computing Consortium, which will bring forth an unprecedented amounts of computing power. 16 systems with more than 330 petaflops, which is more than those teraflops you were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. 775,000 CPU cores. 34,000 GPUs and counting to help researchers everywhere better understand COVID-19, its treatments and potential cures. How can supercomputers help us fight the virus? These high-performance computing systems will allow researchers to run very large numbers of calculations in etymology, bioinformatics and molecular modelling. These experiments would take years to complete if worked by hand or months if handed on slower traditional computing platforms. So thank you, IBM, for getting in behind it. Yeah. Very important. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, you can think of, I want to run something and it takes 10 minutes on my machine here or two minutes on using the IBM one to get a result. And when we're desperately trying to get vaccine. Yeah. We need the result. Excellent. So cool. Yes. So. So. Phil Schiller. You Sorry, hang on a sec. Yeah, hang on. Sorry, trying to find it. Story six. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me two seconds. I'm almost there. Oh, here we go. Phil Schiller advances 
uh, the Apple uh, fellow. Apple fellow. has a now. F- <laughs> sorry? Fellow. Apple fellow. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I just said, an Apple fella. <laughs> Apple has announced that Phil Schiller will become an Apple fellow, continuing a, a storied career that began in Apple in 1987 in the role which re- reports to Apple CEO Tim Cook. Schiller will continue to lead the Apple other uh, App Store and App Events. Uh, Greg Joss... Uh, Josh... Josh Reak. Uh, thank you, Josh Reak. Um, a long-time leader within the product marketing organization will join the executive team as senior vice president of world marketing. Uh, Phil has helped make Apple the company it is today and is con- his contribute... Blah, 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 blah. His contribute... Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Contributions? Um, contributions. Thank you, Michael. God damn. <laughs> uh, broad, vast, and run deep. Uh, in this now uh, new role, he will continue to provide the incredible uh, thought, partnership, and uh, guidance that has defined his decades at Apple, said Tim Cook, CEO. All yours. You can finish it. Joss's um, many years of leadership in the product marketing organisation made him perfectly suited to his new role and ensure a seamless transition at a moment when the team is engaged in such important and exciting work. I'm thrilled with the whole executive team will benefit from his collaboration, ideas and, and energy. Schiller has helped guide Apple's products as well as its marketing for 30 years. His most he most recently led the effort to plan and execute Apple's first ever virtual Worldwide Developers Conference. The event, notable both for its innovative software and hardware announcements, as well as its creative and much-praised execution, set a new standard for what virtual events can achieve in the era of COVID-19. It's been a dream come true for me to work at Apple on so many products I love with all of those great friends, Steve, Tim, and so many more, said Shillam. I first started at Apple when I was 27. This year I turned 60 and it's time for some plan changes in my life. I'll keep working here as long as they will have me. I bleed six colors, but I also want to make some time in years ahead for my family friends, and a few personal projects I care about. Now, also, Joswiak takes on the role of Senior Vice President of Worldwide Marketing. This organisation is responsible for Apple's product management and product marketing, developer relations, market research, business management, as well as education, enterprise, and international marketing. Joswiak brings more than 20 years in leadership roles across the Apple product marketing and has served as the Vice President of Worldwide Product Marketing for the past four years. Joswiak has overseen the product management and product marketing for numerous breakthrough products, including the original iPod and iPhone. He graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Computer Engineering from the University of Michigan. Congratulations to Jos and Phil. Thank you, mate. And the reason they go for things like the Apple Fellow, for mm. people that have been there for a long time and achieved greatness, is because they have their own Apple University for yeah. teaching people. 
Yeah. And that's where they, you know, they follow that that sort of guide. Yeah. Yeah. So. So how? So if he's sixty. This year, thirty-three years. Yeah. Well, how old am I? Forty-two. Makes you sixty-three. This year, so you would have been what? Um, just just close to thirty when you started working on them. He, he did. You. Um. When I started working with. I started working on Apple products. No, I started in nineteen eighty-four, so I was. Oh, there 20. you go. Yeah. So there you go. So was yeah. that eighty-seven? So. Three years difference, so here's about yeah, 27, 25, 25 in between 25, 27 years old. Uh, sorry, say it again. How so? How old were you been then? I was about twenty. Oh, about twenty. There you go. Yeah. Well, let me think. Uh, Eighty-four, six is ninety. Twenty, ten, thirty. Yeah, thirty-six years. Yeah. Wow. 10, 20, 30, yeah, 36 years ago. That's crazy good. <laughs> <laughs> and still loving it. Yeah, so totally, much. right? Yeah. And passing it down to family, you know, like the love for it as well. Yeah. Like, you know, we're, we're a, definitely an Apple family in this <laughs> house. Uh, well, we've I've spoken about it before, you know, where my dad's come over and said, oh, you're on your tablet, you know, <laughs> and... Mason greeted him, no, I'm not on a tablet. I'm not on an iPad. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> hey, you know, like, like I said, like, it's yeah, it's definitely in our blood. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, show promotions, show notes, links each week on show upload. The link being aussiemaxzone.com.au forward slash AMZ347. There you will see the last six weeks of show notes. You can email us at Michael or Zan, that's me, at aussiemaxzone.com.au. You can just search Aussie Max Zone on your Google podcast or Spotify or Apple podcast app or Overcast or whatever player you use to listen to your podcasts. Yep. Don't forget to look at Apple News uh, and search for Aussie Maxine and just favorite us. Harding us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who watches, who listens, who subscribes. Uh, it's you guys that keep us going. Yeah. Uh, you're Most amazing. People, our listeners. And That's our right. Viewers. And our viewers, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys are amazing. And it's why we still do it every every week. Yep. Three, four, seven. Nearly three four, nearly three five zero. Yeah. Nearly three five zero. Yep. Three episodes. Oh wow! I didn't realise it was that far away. <laughs> it's close. There you go. So, well, what about the sign off, my friend? I know. I said, well, in that case, you know, an apple a day keeps the androids away. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>